Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to the MMA Shower. In this month's episode, we shall preview UFC 293, Adesanya versus Strickland, uh, which is uh, going to be on the September the 10th from uh, Australia. And, and in this month's episode, we'll have the main event and the co-main event, plus some news around the MMA world. So this podcast is sponsored by Hatton James Legal. That's hattonjameslegal.co.uk for all your employment law needs. And overestevents.com, your event just easier. Uh, last but not least, the podcast would not be possible from our friends um, at SRB Media. That's SRB Media. And head over to the website srbmedia.co.uk for all your uh, football, music and, and other uh, a range of uh, podcasts available on there. Um, to, con- contact the, to contact the podcast, it's uh, the MMA show at gmail.com, the MMA show 7 at gmail.com. Just say that once more, the MMA show 7 at gmail.com. You can follow us, follow us at Twitter, the MMA shower and the Facebook page is Let's Talk MMA. And uh, we'll have some more... Uh, hopefully have time for fan questions in this episode so we're going to move on to the main body of the podcast which is the the battle for the UFC middleweight supremacy uh, the two warriors are Adesanya the defending champion and uh, Sean Strickland the up and coming contender and um, we should be in for a, a pretty short finish but we'll we'll get uh, get opinions on that yeah, so to introduce my co-host, it's uh, Matt Penny. Matt, good afternoon, how are you? Good afternoon, pleasure as always, mate. Thanks for having me back on. Um, yeah, it's been, things have been good, things have been good, things have been busy for me, but uh, uh, all good here, and you, you, you mentioned the, the up-and-coming cards. Uh, you know, I, I, I say this sometimes, that it's top-heavy, and when I say that, I, I don't mean any disrespect to the guys on the card. It's just that there's more pulling power at the top of the card but this one I think really sums it up perfectly you know it really is it's not just a top heavy card it's the top fight you know it's literally just one kind of one fight pulling this entire card um, and it was only made official a couple of weeks ago um, it was a bit of a rushed bout we didn't know who what we were going to get so yeah it's been a bit of a little bit, little bit of a weird time in, in UFC but uh, we finally got our main event and uh We've got our main card, if you can call it that, and uh, we'll talk about that today. Yeah, so uh, let's go straight into the, the card, and, and uh, just to emphasise your point, we normally have three or four fights that we analyse, but uh, in this card, no disrespect to the fighters, we're going to go straight into the co-main event, and that's Tuvasa versus Volkov. Now, I think maybe a year ago, maybe 18 months, two years ago, they were in a similar position. Uh, Tuivasa was up and coming. He was knocking out people left, right and centre. And to celebrate, he was drinking beer from his shoe, which must be an Australian thing. And Volkanov, you know, he was on a run. And uh, Tuivasa, he, he got stopped in his track. A couple of fights, the most recent one was Cyril Garn. 
Volkanov got uh, beasted by the Black Beast in uh, I can't remember which UFC but he was winning and then Derek Lewis just in the last 30 seconds just completely destroyed him so there were contenders not that long ago so um Give us your feel on that. That you know, one one or two more fights, and they could be back in the uh, picture. Yeah, I think so, and I, I think I, I've got a real soft spot for both of these these guys, and I think a lot of people have have similar feelings about them. Both guys just fight everybody. I mean, uh, two of us have got cut and then re-signed by the UFC, but he's always been the same kind of guy. You know, we're going to get uh, super popular, and you know what kind of fight style you're going to get from him. But I think it's his kind of personality that is his main pull. And uh, Volkov, not as well known for that, but I just love his records. Like, if you just look down his record throughout the years of being in the UFC and even before, like, the people he's fought, like, it's killer's row. And, he, and like, a majority of them have been, you know, in the W column. So, you know, and that's pretty impressive. And to see a guy of his height in the cage, I think it's also quite funny. He, he almost, you know is above the cage it's, it's quite it's quite funny with whoever he's fighting and it's it must be difficult to fight a guy like that I think David Hay did that years ago he fought somebody like seven foot um, must be really hard to prepare for I'm not fighting myself obviously but yeah I, I like these two guys and to see them fighting off against each other um, I kind of disrespected them at the start of the show by saying you know it's a top main event heavy card but actually you know the co-main as well is just as um just as interesting and, and, and considering it is in Australia as well uh, the the crowd for two of us are, you know will be, they'll be probably behind him and, and should be a good co-main yeah uh, stylistically I, I don't see much groundwork probably going on apart from maybe <laughs> ground and pound but uh, stylistically how, how do you see that Oh, enjoy. It's it's going to be tough for two of us because of Volkov's height and obviously his range. But it, you, you know, what you're going to get with two of us, and it's going to be really entertaining to see both. Obviously, very you know, it's not going to be on the ground as you've already said. So I, I think we all know what to expect. It's going to be quite hard to, to predict. I think two of us goes through streaks of, of wins and losses. He doesn't mix it up. It kind of all ends one way either in the, the win column or the loss so it's going to be uh, striking heavy for sure and I think this is going to be like a fight that a lot of people will just, just lean back and just enjoy to watch it, it's going to be one you know obviously for the betting people amongst us I think they're going to have a, a certain side to pull for but if you're not betting and you haven't got any money on it I think you can just be happy with whoever whoever wins this one I think yeah and, and you're right about Tuivasa, he's sort of a not quite a checkered sort of record because he, he's he's obviously still in the top ten. I think he's number six, and um, but he, he he sort of embodies in computer terms a binary fighter. He's either one, meaning he's on on the night, or zero, he's off. And uh, you know, he, he, he's I think his motto is to flatten someone or, or be flattened. He doesn't want to lose on points or to the judges yeah yeah it's, it's, it's kind of like a heavyweight version of uh, Justin Gaethje kind of you know go, goes out there puts everything on the line and and it's going to end one way usually in the win or the loss but you know obviously it's going to be a hard task against Volkov's height and range and it's what everybody kind of has to deal with who comes up against him um, but like I said killer's rope on his record so 
and he's had a good couple of uh, of knockout wins. You know, against Rosenstrike again was was quite a, a good one. Rosenstrike was on the way up at one point, and you know, considered a title challenger in the future, but that's not obviously gone his way. So the, these guys, it's I don't think they're going to get a title fight anytime soon, anyway, because it kind of links to something that John Jones has recently said but I'm sure we'll look at that a little bit later in the news section um, so it, the heavyweight division is kind of on a, a bit of an uneven ground at the moment but that they both need to keep, keep the wins coming and obviously Volkov's had a couple more recently and Tuvasa just needs to get back in that win column Yeah, a good point about the, the heavyweight division you could say it's in flux you know, the current champ or not the current champion the champion before the current champion Nagano just had all kinds of issues, contract disputes, and, and depends what you want to believe. Dana White, the other side, both, I don't know. But, yeah, he left, and then John Jones came back after threatening to do, to do that for two years, and he was all, don't forget, asking for crazy money if you you know read the reports and you believe them. Um, and he's the champion, yeah? So, um, yeah, it is in flux, but... Uh, it's and he's been open about it. He's been very open about it. Even mm. before he came back, he said, "No, I'm, I'm going to fight the guys that make the most financial sense for me. Mm. I'm not going to come back and I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go too much into the news, but like he did say that I'm not going to be fighting like the Tom Aspinalls of the division. I want to fight the guys who are going to pull in the big bucks. So he probably looks at Tuivasa and Volkov. Probably says, "Yeah, great fighters, but I'm not going to fight them." Yeah, um, which is a shame, but. They just need to keep, yeah, keep keep racking up the wins, and eventually Jones is going to retire or go away or be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of those, and uh, there will be another chance for, for the likes yeah. of these guys. And okay. you know, kind of hope two of us gets there. But yeah. At least I do because yeah, yeah, you don't get a lot of charisma in heavyweight usually. A bit bit stereotypical, but usually you don't get a lot of charisma, um, and two of us brings that for sure. Mm. Yeah, in the form of a shoe and alcohol. Yeah. Um, prediction time. Do you know what? It, it is 50 50 knockout, either one of them. Um, I'm going to go with Volkov. And I've only just decided that in that second when I said the words. Mm. Um, just, just because I think I, I tend to make predictions based on like what's best for the UFC and what, you know, what fighter has a better trajectory. He's had a couple of good wins under his belt recently. Another big knockout against a guy like Tuivasa could, could send Volkov up into you know the real tops of the, of the division. Um, and I just think Tuivasa isn't very mobile and he kind of rushes in to close down that gap. And I think Volkov does have the power uh, and the skills and the experience to capitalise on that. So I'm going to go with a Volkov KO win. Yeah, I... I think I'm going to agree with you, and yeah, it is sort of one of those that is very close to 50-50, but to Vasa, Volkov seems to be the more disciplined of the two. If, if, if there's a strategy, Volkov would probably listen to it more, whereas to Vasa would probably listen to it for the first 10 seconds, and when he gets punched in the head, he'll probably just go nuts and uh, fight on instinct. But um, yeah, I'm going to go Volkov, and I... I think second round maybe, you know, uh, Tuivasa may be able to survive a few punches. He's, he has got a lot of heart and hard chin, so I think second round Volkov KO. 
Yeah, I yeah, I have no issue with that. I, I agree. I think it won't go very long. Um, if it does go long, it could go to like a, a real slugged out decision. But uh, no, I think yeah, knockout for sure. Okay. Um, so now we're going to move on to the the main event, the middleweight uh, championship of the world, and um, we've got Adesanya versus Strickland. Um, just on a not, not a side related to the middleweight championship, but uh, I thought Duplessis was uh, sh- a shoe in with all the hype, and then suddenly Strickland gets the the nod. Weird. Yeah, that's a that, that's a question to ask Dana White. I think, but I don't think you'd get a straight answer. I think it would be very mixed. Um, we do, I, I think that probably is the end goal. I, I think there was issues with. Uh, Duplessis and an injury. I think I didn't think he was ready for for uh, September. Um, I, I think I think for a while they were going to go for the MSG card, but obviously then the, the Sydney card was coming up. So uh, yeah, Strickland got it, and and yeah, here we are. Mm-hmm. We we all know by now that Adesanya's fighting style is is um, a mixture of um, counter striking and and. You know, if if he needs to, he can go on the attack. But he, he's very much a, a stylistic fighter. He, he's got this uh, sort of natural talent, you could say. That uh, very long range kickboxing, waiting for people in the first fight with Whitaker. Whitaker tried to rush in, and he got picked off. And then, and I think same with um, or oh, what's his name. Um, uh, Gastelman, Kelvin Gastelman, yeah, he, he got picked off as well. So we we know what we get with Adesanya, but maybe some people not too familiar with Strickland. You, you got any opinions on his style and what he could bring? He could he could bring unpredictability potentially. Um, the pressure and the, the striking is obviously a big part of his game, and I, I think I've I, I've lost count on the amount of Adesanya cards that we've done. Um, and every time I just say he's probably the, one of the closest guys to, to kind of perfect, really. Just the, the, the range of him, the, the accuracy of his striking and kickboxing and his head movement. His, his fight IQ is incredibly uh, underrated. I don't think a lot of guys get um, their, their dues for, for their IQ. And it doesn't really sort of get looked at a lot. I, I think his IQ will be far superior to, to, to Strickland and... In, in the nicest possible way um, I, I don't it's kind of like everybody's happy that Adesanya's going to fight and defend the title but I don't think Strickland was the guy that we all thought he would be doing it against we all thought that Strickland kind of deserves another one or two wins on his record before he gets a title shot because the, the, the two guys that he's beaten recently you know it, they're not like top contenders so you, you've got that separate argument for whether he deserves it or not but People in the past have got title shots when they didn't deserve it and come out with a, with a victory. So uh, every fighting man has a chance for sure. Yes, from a, a fighting style perspective, Strickland is. Um, I haven't seen every fight of his fight, but I've seen the last few, and uh, he seems to be very much in straight lines. He he does seem to have a knack that he, he, he continuously punches people and then second, third round volume rather than power and then once he sort of knows the, the end is in sight he, he does unleash pretty 
powerful bombs, but he, he, he sort of... He, yeah, that's against fighters who are maybe similar in style. They're going to have a similar stance. They're not going to have any real great insight into evading punches or countering Strickland's punches, whereas Adesanya is just another another unique elite level of striking um, and calmness now he's, he's been champion pretty much for what four or five years yes he lost to Pereira but look and that's the other thing he's come back from a, a devastating loss and then a devastating win against people who thought who had his number but he's, he's banished that demon and, and he must be mentally extremely uh, extremely powerful He's, he's on another level right now, I think, Adesanya. And it's, he's yes, he's had losses, you know, one against Blakovic, which, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise, I've got to be honest. Um, and even Pereira was a bit of a, a surprise, even though I suggested that Pereira just had his number. But to come back from that, you know, he was 0-3 against Pereira, to come back and, and win it in such devastating fashion... Um, I think it just shows to his to his mental attitude and to, and, and his strength in the cage. Like you said, his, his IQ is just superb, and he just knows what he's doing. And being champion for that long, okay, apart from the you know the slight loss, um, he just knows what's coming, and he knows how to handle the big events, which probably Sean Strickland doesn't know how to do. He hasn't had that experience. He hasn't had that big shot, and this is you know his his first go at it. So. It'll be interesting to see for sure, and obviously Strickland has a lot of threats with his striking, and his pressure will be will be immense. He's had a lot of decisions uh, in his career, but Adesanya is just as close as it comes to being, you know, on that elite level, that god tier level at the moment. Yeah, and and in in favour of Strickland, I think he, he's got that slightly wild on the edge mentality where. The pressure will probably not get to him, and so he'll, uh, which can work in his favour, but also can work against against him if he if he tries to be too reckless. If there's one guy that's going to pick you off all day long, that's going to be Adesanya. Uh, but from a pressure point of view, he he, he may revel in it. Um, I watched a couple of his interviews. He reminded me of a young Don Fry, um, but uh, yeah, that that could be in his favour. He, he's wild, but. Uh, Adesanya is is a master at, of his art, so uh, it's a, it's an uphill struggle, and I think the odds reflect that he's he's a heavy underdog, is Strickland, so uh, that that's reflected in the odds. Yeah, it'll, it'll be he'll be heavy heavy favourite. Uh, it might even be worth chucking five quid on Strickland to be honest, because mm-hmm. like I said, wilder things have happened. Um, do you know what it is? I may be wild off the mark here, but Strickland is, it's almost very similar to Blakovich in his, in his fight style, his very strike heavy style and his pressure, um, not like immensely well-rounded, but then also his kind of height is very similar and his build is kind of similar for the weight. Um, it's just kind of similar. And that's where Adesanya did, you know, come up against Blakovich and did, you know, ultimately lose over, over five rounds. Mm. Uh, I really can't see that happening here, of course, and you know it's hard to go against the the betting odds of the, uh, in this one. Um, and it just, you know, I've had my issues with Adesanya in the past with all the dancing and the, I'm not really interested in that. I'd like a bit more production by the UFC, but all the you know the gimmicky dancing, I'd rather Adesanya focused on the fight itself. But hey, he's he's come this far and done all right, so what do I know? 
Yeah, I, I think uh, Blakovic had uh, he implemented a very good wrestling ground game. I'm not sure if Strickland can do that, but uh, no, definitely not. Yeah, so these best chances to catch Adesanya and uh, not let go when he's uh, when he's when he's done that. But uh, it's prediction time, Matt. So uh, put your money where your mouth is. Uh, Joe, I, th- I think I don't think Adesanya will get the, the finish. I think it will go out to a decision, but I think it will be like a heavy, heavy uh, win for Adesanya by decision. Um, probably five five rounds to nothing, four rounds to one potentially. Um, he, we, we've seen it. It's not like he hasn't got that power. He definitely, absolutely has, and he has finished as we've seen with Pereira and, and others. Um, but I just think this will be like a an entertaining fight and a, a, a slugger for sure. But I think this could go all the way. Um, we've seen it from Strickland. He's very capable. Uh, and so is Alessandro Scarfa. I don't think um, lung capacity will be an issue here. So, yeah, I think Alessandro, victory via decision. Yeah, you, you're right. They, they both can go uh, sort of play the long game. Um, Adesanya has done that in a few of his defences. When people haven't come at him, um, and that's sort of what I meant about counter-striking, his, his, his game, I think maybe his default game is, is counter-striking because he's so accurate and calm. Um, so it's up to Strickland if he hangs back a bit and sort of you know waits for his opportunities then I'll prop, I think it will go uh, the full five rounds. If Strickland gets frustrated and doesn't stick to a game plan, then he could brush in and then end up like a few of uh, Adesanya's previous opponents and uh, looking at the UFC lights in uh, in Sydney. Um, yeah, and do you know what? We can't forget that for a good couple of years, a criticism at Adesanya was that he, his fights were boring and he took it mm. too easy and he used his IQ too much and he just sort of backed off and just strolled to a victory by not really attacking um, so it depends if Sean Strickland like you said if, if he takes the, the Yo Romero approach uh, this, this could be a horrific fight it could it could be an absolute dump we, we, it could be um, but ho- hopefully not and hopefully Strickland uses that pressure and, and makes it a game fight but yeah I think Alessandra's IQ is the main tool here and yeah. it, it, will, it will do him well into a decision win I yeah. think yeah, I'm going to go Adesanya, no surprise, and, and I think a lopsided decision is probably what it's going to be uh, for Adesanya. Um, so no change at the top of the middleweight division. No, no, for sure. And I, I don't know when that if, if that change will come. I think Adesanya, well, it, uh, the next big fight, as you already stated to, is the Duplessis fight. Uh, which is already kind of rumbling. It's still rumbling on as well. I decided it's already had a shot at him, and you know I think that that fight is going to turn really, really nasty, and that build up will, will, will be quite vicious and could be a good pay per view seller actually if they uh, if they do the whole UFC um, mm. Africa card. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's UFC two nine three Adesanya versus Sean Strickland um, for the middleweight uh, championship of the world. And um, now we're going to move on to uh, news around the the MMA MMA world. Matt, take it away. Yeah, well, it's uh, obviously we've just had the Ultimate Fighter, which has just uh, finished up. So Connor has been in the news a lot, and I think 
for the past couple of podcasts, I think we, we've mentioned him, you know, it was before Ultimate Fighter and then in the middle of. Uh, we still don't have our fight. We still don't have Connor versus Chandler. Um, it's meant to be in December. And Connor leaked an image a couple of days ago, which showed it being sort of official on the UFC fight pass. Uh, Dana has subsequently come out and said that's fake. Um, they don't know where it came from. But uh, I mentioned it in, uh, in in one of my articles at, at purelymma.co.uk. Sorry, plug number one. Um, it's just the guy knows how to keep his name in the media. It, he, he's just a master at it, even if it's negative, positive, or even if there's nothing happening at all. He knows how to keep his name there, and he knows how to keep himself in the spotlight, even if nothing is happening. So we really don't know what's going on with that. He hasn't entered the USADA testing pool yet, and every fighter is meant to have six months. We, we think that Dana is going to ignore that and make the fight anyway, which brings up a massive issue if he does that, I think, because I think a lot of guys are going to come out and say, well, hey, what about all of us? You know, we've had to do everything the correct way, but Conor just walks in and probably juiced up and coked up and everything. And yeah walks in and gets a fight which is, I think will be a massive issue yeah it's an interesting um, stage for, for Connor and you know which way is he going to go is, is he going to fight for this uh, tough series and, and do what I think virtually every other coaches all the other coaches have done preceding him and the Chandler is he going to honour that is he you know what is he where is he what's he doing and Again, on purelymma.co.uk, there's an article about what is the status of Conor, Conor McGregor, you know, and what's his motivation. We know he's, he's mega rich. So why did he agree to the uh, the uh, tough coaching uh, series? And uh, But yeah, there's there's a couple of good articles on uh, purelymma.co.uk. Of course, because he always stays in the spotlight and he knows how to do it, and we, as as fools we, we fall into that and, and write about him but it, you know a couple of years ago well quite a few years ago now there was issues when you know he went he attended Bellator fights and jumped the cage and started fights with referees and and all this and there was a lot of accusations about him being you know very heavily coked up and drugged up and on, on stuff and you see recently he's attending a lot of uh, boxing events um, with Eddie Hearn and Misfits, you know, the YouTuber boxing, and he's like, he, he got into the ring and was shadow boxing randomly between fights at a Misfits event and then was calling out KSI, uh, the, the English YouTuber. I, 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 there, there is issues there. There's massive issues, and for a long time now, it's easy for everybody to see that he's had alcohol issues and other issues that we that haven't been confirmed but you can see it you can see it from his behaviour mm. we're not idiots as humans we can see when something is wrong we can see when somebody is struggling and I think this is an, an easy case of a guy with all the money in the world enjoying it but at what you know at what expense mm. I think he I think he loves this I think he does I, I really think he loves the fight game as he said on Netflix of his documentary and, and all this I think he loves it but I just think he is really bad at resisting temptation and I, I think it has been his downfall already you know he beat Cerrone but then after that he, he's massively struggled I, I think yeah you know as as a real fighter I think it's 
I don't think we need to consider him as a as a kind of real mm. I say that in inverted commas you know and see him as a real yeah. competitor anymore yeah he's almost a caricature now yeah yeah but it's, it is also sad because you know when you see somebody really struggling it's that's why seeing him obviously he's got the millions so he's not struggling financially but mm. he's clearly struggling with himself and clearly struggling struggling mentally so you know yeah, it, it was it was good when he was motivated. It was good when he was a real fighter. Again, I say in inverted commas, it was great when he was a real fighter. But now it's yeah, it, it's a struggle to see him. Um, mm. Hopefully, he does what John Jones did. Another guy that's been in the media, and I mentioned him earlier. Um, obviously, his fight that's against Steve Pay is coming up in a, in a couple of months. And yeah, he seems very focused. Um, sadly, we're not going to see him against. Tom Aspinall uh, and others uh, he, he's already said that he's kind of going for the, the big bucks which is a bit of a shame really um, it'd be good to see him do like a heavyweight run like we saw from him at light heavyweight and sort of take out the entire division mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure he'll do that I think uh, after if he wins against Stipe he'll, he'll just say look you can't dispute on the greatest ever despite what you think of whatever he's done outside the cage and uh, yeah I think uh, a winner with Steve and he's, he's gone into the sunset and uh, into the next chapter of his life I think but you never know yeah it'll be, it'll be a weird situation where I think no matter what the outcome is of this fight coming up I think both guys will lay down the gloves mm. I think both guys will walk away and say Do you know what that's our story done and Miocic for me is I said, I said he was the greatest heavyweight, but I think now John Jones has stepped into the heavyweight. I think with two wins, I think already he would would take that mantle. I think mm. I, I really do. I, I, Miocic definitely one one of the best for sure. But yeah, you know, you know John Jones and his longevity in, in this in, in the game, even with all his issues and outside of the mm. cage, yeah. just unbelievable you know absolutely unbelievable to be at the top elite level for so long even with all those issues outside yeah imagine if he was disciplined how good would he be <laughs> imagine imagine uh, like it's scary it would yeah. oh it, 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 it would go down in history as like the greatest runs of all combat mm. sports mm. like overall like yeah. boxing everything any if any stayed, combat sport yeah yeah if he if he stayed clean and like out of prison and mm. just Regular, like it's just amazing how he, he stayed out of injury and mm-hmm. like nobody has massively um, damaged him. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's crazy, really, but it's uh, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited for him against Miocic for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I like Miocic, and uh, I think he he is the greatest heavyweight because he, he lost the belt and then he came back and, and won the belt. So that's always hard to do and. Um, that second fight against Daniel Cormier when he was losing the first three rounds and suddenly he just went into boxing mode and you know used Daniel Cormier's belly as a punching bag and, and literally punched the wind out of him and uh, yeah that was a, a very highly level high level uh, sort of demonstration of boxing from a an MMA heavyweight fighter Oh yeah, between between Miocic, DC, John Jones, it, we've had a, a great era. Really, it, it hasn't been a massive squad depth. The heavyweight division, it's always kind of struggled with 
young up-and-comers to break out. But, and it's kind of sad, really, that the heavyweight division had to look at DC and, and John Jones to come up from their light heavyweight division to really breathe new life into it. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, like, even with popular guys like Tuivasa, um, they haven't had like a breakout Sean O'Malley. They haven't had a breakout Conor McGregor level of star to elevate the heavyweight division. Quite like boxing heavyweight, you know, the past sort of ten years, they've had multiple guys come up who've really grabbed the world's attention, like you know, uh, Anthony Joshua, David Hay before that, Tyson Fury, etc. Um, it's a shame the UFC haven't haven't had that big breakout youngster moment yet. But yeah, we li- we, we live in hope. We live in hope. Okay. Anything else, Matt? Well, I tell you what, we've got a load of good articles only over at purelymma.co.uk. Um, we've had some cool information come out about the new UFC um, video game. UFC Five is coming out in October. Um, I, I haven't. I, I, I do like video games, but I don't really play the UFCs. Um, but apparently, this new one coming out, UFC Five, is, is going to be like a real, a, a real. A real game breaker, a real, a real good one. So, right. so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, but we're just kind of we've got a couple of big cards coming up. You know, we've got we've got um, MSG coming up in November, obviously, and that'll be that'll be John Jones, Mirchich, and obviously two nine four as well, and that'll be next month's podcast. So yeah, we've got some good cards coming up. I'm I'm, I'm excited for for the future of UFC. Yeah, there's certainly some good things and. Uh... There'll be some changes with the MMA Shower podcast and, and other things as well, so we'll we'll have some uh, announcements in the next month's podcast as well. So there'll be changes in the MMA Shower podcast as well. Listeners for sure need to get over and follow Purely MMA on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call that now. Yeah, X, Purely, and purelymma.co.uk for some really good uh, short, punchy articles and some interesting... Uh, Reviews about uh, MMA hot topics, and uh... I'm very unsure if to do like betting tips because you know I, I, I'm not a huge better, but I do like to do like a nice little accumulator on all the fights of UFC events. But I don't want our listeners listening to my advice and then coming after me. Um, You'll have to put a but... huge disclaimer in that. Uh, maybe, maybe the strategy is anything that you say to win or to bet on, just do the opposite. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, just tell people what I'm doing, but by the way, you can do the opposite, don't worry, you don't yeah, have to follow me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's the way to get out of any, anyone trying to uh, blame you for losing money, but uh, yeah, yeah, we, we can we can do things like that. But uh, okay, thank you very much, Matt. Uh, as usual, always good points to talk about and good topics and good news, so uh, yeah, looking forward to UFC 294. Yeah, looking forward to, well, 293 as well, the, well, the top couple of fights for sure mm-hmm. and you never know what could happen I, I will always watch all the fights and there could be a couple of good underlying fights in there which grab the attention so that'll be cool 294 295 and uh, you never know 296 could end up being Connor who knows but mm-hmm. follow Purely MMA at Twitter slash X whatever you want to call it and uh, and yeah check out purelymma.co.uk for, for my articles and yourself yeah. and yeah here's to a good couple of months exciting times for the podcast Thank you. Okay, so that's been uh, the MMA Shower Podcast, UFC 293, um, Adesanya versus Strickland, uh, sponsored by Hatton James Legal, Um So head over to uh, 
those particular websites and companies and uh, it's uh, thank you to SRB Media as well srbmedia.co.uk so good morning afternoon evening wherever you may be and uh, thank you for listening